0: Hey, thanks for joining me. This episode of the podcast is a housing market update for August, 2023 of what's going on in the housing market in the United States. Let's jump right in. And I'm gonna be sharing my screen today. So it may look a little bit different. You may see me looking away a little bit because I'm just making sure that I keep up with what it is that we're talking about. Buying a home is exciting, but the process can be overwhelming. Trying to understand all of the paperwork, financing, and what you need to do can be stressful. Without knowing what you're doing or where things stand, it's hard to move forward. Or worse, you could make a mistake that costs you thousands of dollars. That's where the Get Me Ready to Buy podcast hosted by Jeff Jones comes in. Jeff is a realtor, coach, and entrepreneur. He helps take the guesswork out of home buying by providing you with the details, resources, and professionals that make the process easier to understand so you can successfully buy your next home with confidence. Now here's Jeff. And we're going to jump in to begin with on the consumer survey on home prices. Now, each December we ask the number ask Americans well, how many of you believe that home prices are going to go down over the next 12 months. And you can see going back to 2010 what that is, and normally it's around what 11-12% kind of on average. You can see in 2020 that number went to 16%. In 2022, it went to 19%. And in 2022, just last December, eight months ago, 37% believed that we would see home prices going down. Now, that may be attributed to some of the headlines that were happening back in December. One of those headlines came from Forbes magazine back on December 7th of 2022 that asked the question, are we looking at a 20% home price decline? and seven forecast models are leaning toward a crash, and the other 13, um, you know, this article talked about what the other 13 say about the 2023 housing market. But if buyers were looking in the headlines back at the end of 2022, they may have believed that we were headed toward a market crash or at least a drastic reduction in home prices. But what really happened? And maybe more than what really happened is the lesson that, you need to listen to people who are actually in the industry that, in particular, know your particular market. We're talking about the national market, uh, but we can also take a look at where the market has decreased. Home prices have decreased, but the majority of the markets have seen an increase. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But and here's the the what's been going on in the market. Um, the percentage of people who believe home prices are going to go down in the next 12 months back beyond looking at, um, at 20 back to 2010, the aftermath of the housing crash market that happened back in 2008, you can see um, every month what people believe are going to happen with home prices. And you can see that, um, you know, almost 25% uh, in July of 2010, Uh, probably about 27% in um, around September, October of 2011 believed that home prices are going to go down in the next 12 months. And then you look at 2014, 15, 16, it was somewhere usually less than 10% believed home prices were going to decline. Then the pandemic spiked up again. And now, you know, back in December, we were at a level of, you know, this level up in here of 27 or 37 percent said we were going to see a decline, a decline in home prices. Uh, and now you can see up through June of this year, that number has gone down to almost 25 percent. So less people now believe that we're actually going to see a decrease in home prices than did just eight months ago. However, one in four still believe that home prices are going to depreciate throughout the remainder of 2023. And you can see here, one in four still believe that. So that means if, you know, if you're know you out to dinner with, um, with eight of your friends, uh, two of them are gonna think that home prices are gonna continue to decline. Here's what Bill McBride had to say. As inventory picked up sharply in 2022. I adjusted my outlook in October, 2022 and wrote house prices, seven years in purgatory. He said, I noted that a 10% decline in nominal prices now seemed likely. So he believed that we were going to see a 10% decrease in home prices uh, throughout 2023. However, the inventory surge in 2022 was somewhat of a head fake. Some potential sellers quickly listed their homes, probably remembering what happened with house prices in 2006 to 2011, but that surge ended pretty quickly. Now, Bill uh, accurately predicted the decline and the housing crash in 2008. And he felt like we were headed toward that at the end of 2022 into 2023. However, he changed that prediction and that thought because of the number of homes that came on the market at the end of 2022. So here's why that was adjusted. You can see here that in... um, 2017, 18 and 19, we've seen a peak of new listings coming on the market uh, in May. And then the number of new listings continued to decline throughout the remainder of the year. However, in 2022, that went beyond May into June and more economists and people in the market in the in the market expected the new number of new listings to continue to increase they thought oh here's a change coming and those new listings the number of listings going up are going to drive prices down because there's more houses on the market however that's not what happened what actually happened was we did see a correction and in the end of 2022 followed the same pattern as the previous years, going back to 2017, that it just peaked in June instead of peaking in May. So it had everybody in the industry concerned the middle of last year that we were going to see this crash. So that was all in the headlines of what was going on in the market. However, the number of new listings did not keep pace with that. And then everybody felt like that with the recession and the end of the moratorium on being able to foreclose on properties that we were going to see the tsunami of foreclosures. And you might see in 2021, there were 65,000 foreclosures. Now, foreclosures are bad for the people involved in it because it displaces a family. However, foreclosures are common and they're normal. And you can see in 2023, we're at 186,000 foreclosures projected for this year. And you might see a statistic somewhere that said that uh, foreclosures are up 185% over 2021. And that might want to cause panic in the the market. That's an accurate statement, whatever that percentage is. However, look at it compared to previous years. When we came out of the crash in 2008, you can see that in 2010, there were 1.7 million foreclosures. Uh, People were getting great deals back then for homes. It was drastically have, having a drastic effect on families and on the economy. And then you can see 2014, 2015, you know, thousand foreclosures, 536,000 in 2016, and it's continued to decline. And then because of the moratorium on foreclosures, it was a rock bottom amount in 2021, and it's gone up. But look at what it's gone up to. We're still below what it was in 2019, so, you know, we're not really going to see, nobody expects us to see this rash of foreclosures and see it spike up into the millions like it did back in 2008 to 2012. And serious delinquencies are on decline. Um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac record those mortgage loans that are three months or more past due. And you can see in January of 22, uh, the number of per- the percentage up there and what it is now. It's it is drastically declined. So we don't have nearly as many home owners in three months or more behind in their payments than we had back in January a year and a half ago. Molly Bose says that May's overall mortgage delinquency rate matched the all-time low and serious delinquencies followed suit. Furthermore, the rate of mortgages that were six months or more past due a measure that ballooned in twenty twenty one was has receded to a level last observed in March of twenty twenty, so those folks that own homes are doing a better job of being able to keep their payments up and not fall into foreclosure or be in serious delinquencies bill mcbride also he's the one um, as I mentioned earlier projected the the uh, crash of two thousand eight. And back in November of 08, he said foreclosure activity is already at record levels. Yet as prices fall, foreclosure activity will probably continue to increase. The activity will be literally off the chart. And that's what happened. But in 2023, in July, he said there will not be a foreclosure crisis this time. Now, not going to say that he's right this time. He was right back then. He may or may not be right. But all of the statistics show us that if you're looking to make a deal, purchasing a home in a foreclosure, it's going to be very difficult for you to do that. And if you have concerns about selling your house now, because prices are going to decline because of foreclosures, well, that doesn't seem to be the case either. So here's what actually happened with home prices in 2022. Here's the 48 year average monthly price movement from 73 to 21. And you can see that in, um, what we see is historically is that home prices increase in January and the increase continue to increase every month throughout the year. But what's the level of that increase? In February, it's a 25% uh, a, a, a 0.25% increase. In March, it's 0.63. In May, it's 0.88. And then prices don't decrease through the year, but their rate of appreciation diminishes. And you can see what this chart does. Now, let's make this chart a little bit smaller and look at what's actually happening in 2022. In 2022, we saw this appreciation of home prices skyrocket the first part of the year. Um, You know, instead of 0.9 in uh, instead of 0.6 in March, it was 2.6 price increase. So people were concerned at the end of 2022 because home prices went down. Well, they went down, but it was just down as a correction of what happened earlier in the year. You can see that the home price decline that's below the line in July, August, September, October, November, December. When you add all those up, they are still less than what the increases were. So home prices at the beginning of January were it was higher at the end of December even though there were decreases the last half of the year. Those decreases corrected the spike, the abnormal spike at the beginning of the year. So people were concerned at the end of 2022 that we were going to see this decrease heading into 2023. So here's where we are in 2023 with home prices. Again, here's this historical chart from 1917 to 1921 of house prices month over month uh, for each month averaged over all those years. Now, in t- the average in you can see in 2023 that in January prices declined. However, that corrected itself in February, and we begin to see an increase. And in March, April, and May was an increase in home prices over what the historical number of upper amount of home price appreciation was. So home prices are still strong. Homes are still valued at a really strong pace um, across the market. However, in some markets, Phoenix is an example. We're seeing those home prices decline. And we'll mention Phoenix again a little bit later on. So here's what three of the, um, Studies indicate that we see here in 2023, uh, 2022 to 2023, they all show, they look at different data. Um, FHFA looks at government backed uh, mortgages, but they all look a little bit different data. But you can see here uh, from July to January, uh, most of them show a decrease in home prices. But in the early part of 2023, they see these home prices continue to increase. And if you don't like those three, let's look at three others, Zillow, Black Knight, and Freddie Mac. They're still all showing a decrease from July to December or January, but an increase from January to now. Uh, So we're still seeing home prices come in stronger than they were at the beginning of the year. I mentioned Phoenix. If you bought a home in Phoenix uh, back before before March of 2020, even with decreases now, you saw a 54.2% increase on your home price. You bought a $300,000 house, it would now be worth more than 450 dollars If you were in Tampa, that would be almost 64%. Miami, 63%. Atlanta, almost 50%. Um, so you can see these are the top 20 uh, cities and what those prices were, how much they've increased, From March 2020 to today, or at least through March of 2023. Still a good time. It was still a good time to buy a house over the last three years or over three years ago. If you bought one then, here's what your appreciation might be. Your local market may be different. Talk to a real estate professional in your market to find out what your home could be worth. There's no doubt that the housing market has reignited from a home price perspective firming prices and have now fully erased the pullback we tracked through the last half of 2022 and lifted the seasonally adjusted Black Knight Home Price Index to a new record high in May. That's from Andy Walden. So we thought home prices were going to decline at the beginning of 2023. That was the speculation for the year, at least nationally, for headlines to create fear and panic in the market. That was not realized. Hey, thank you for hanging with the Get Me Ready to Buy podcast so far. You need to know how ready you are to buy a home. So get your score at readytobuyscore.com. You'll pick a few statements, get an email telling you what your score is and what you need to focus on to get ready to buy a home. If I can help you in my market, which is the Mid-South, the Memphis metro area, please let me know. If you're in another market, I've got agents all over the country and in a few countries around the world reach out to me and I'll connect you with one of our agents who can help you get your home bought wherever you are. Now, back to the show. So here's what we're looking at um, for the end of 2023. You can see that five of these that made projections uh, in December of 2022 projected a decline in home prices through 2020 at the end of 2023. CoreLogic is the only one that showed that we were going to see an increase. Now they've all readjusted based on what's going on in the market. Uh, the Mortgage Bankers Association and Morgan Stanley say we're going to be flat. Home price are going to be flat, but instead of a 4% decrease, uh, now we're going to be flat, which that's a good thing. Fannie Mae said instead of a one and a half percent decrease, now we're going to see an almost 4% increase. And AEI said that we could see up to a 20% decrease. And now they're saying a 6% increase. So, Basically, make decisions based on what you want today, not what somebody is going to speculate in the future. Could all of this change and could I come back in three months and say, hey, we were projecting 6% increase throughout the end of 2023 and something's happened in the economy that's made it drop or made it go to 10%. I can't tell you what it's going to be in the future. I can just tell you what the best economists are saying and those that study it are saying and that we have a strong housing market right now as far as prices go. And again, looking at this average, uh, here we have this average again. Just remember that home prices tend to increase throughout the spring up to early summer, and then the rate of appreciation of home prices declines through the rest of the year. But recognize that deceleration of appreciation is not the same thing as home prices depreciating. What this means is that home prices continue to go up, but they don't go up as high as opposed to going down. So we continue to see appreciation, but the appreciation slows. What we don't see is home prices taking a nosedive, except in some markets around the country. Part of the reason that we see home prices continue to stay strong is inventory. Let's take a look at that. Inventory is still historically low. If we look at the inventory that we have today, it is uh, 2% over, you know, week over week, the same time uh, last month. However, that's this same week in 2022 was 8.8% lower. We're 8.8% lower today. This was July the 28th, as opposed to July the 28th in 2022, and 50% lower in July of 2019. So the lack of inventory is keeping prices high because there's just not enough inventory on the market to satisfy the demand, even though it's taking longer to sell homes and some buyers have pulled from the market because of interest rates. But our inventory is low. There's simply not enough homes for sale and the market could easily absorb a doubling of inventory. And that's Lawrence June, who's the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors. So he says that we can still see a doubling of the number of homes on the market. Uh, one of the markets I serve, uh, we currently have about 400 homes on the market. Uh, I wasn't an agent back then, but I was told back in 2008, 2009, 2010 there were 4,000 homes on the market in our market, uh, but that's not the case today. It's 400, and it's typically in the 12 to 1400 percent range. So yes, we could see a doubling of home price of of number of inventory homes on inventory out on the market. Uh, probably not have much of an adjustment on prices. It May have some effect, but we could still absorb that because we are still historically low in the number of inventory. Mortgage rates are another factor. They are keeping some sellers from selling right now and some buyers on the sidelines. The projections uh, in August of uh, right now, the projections are that we're going to see, if you look at uh, Fannie Mae, MBA, and NAR, the average of all three that we expect home uh, mortgage rates to be for 30-year mortgage rates to be at 6.27%. By the end of 2023, and you can see a continued decline up through the third quarter of 2024 of getting back down to 5.7 percent range um, earlier this year. In the end of last year, uh, the industry was saying we, they expected us to be seeing rates in the near 5 percent by the end of 2023. Obviously, that has not materialized. If you go back and look at some of the old stuff I was saying, I was repeating what uh, the best industry information I could get. Um, Again, not telling you this is what's going to happen. This is what's expected to happen. But things can change. I tell folks all the time, we don't know what some, um, what Russia or China are going to do, what the CDC is going to do, or what Washington's going to do. Any of those can have an effect on um, the inventory, prices, mortgage rates. They're all tied together. So if you drastically adjust any one of those, it could have an effect on the other. Uh, But we are expected to continue to see uh, mortgage rates probably stay in that 6% low 6% range throughout 2024, I mean through 2023, and then get down below 6% in 2024. But we'll see. And here's what's happening with inflation. Uh, You can see that the consumer price index and uh, um, another price index, the PCE price index, show a year over year change of um, of what inflation is doing. And they're expecting our inflation to decrease down into the around three percent or it is down around three percent as of May 2023, as opposed to almost nine percent in May of last year. So just a little over a year ago, we were at 9%. You may not like what the Fed is doing and I'm not getting into money policy or my own personal perspective of that, but interest rates were raised to get the um, inflation down and that seems to have worked. We kind of expect, uh, we wish that they would go ahead and bottom out and stop raising rates, but here's what the Fed may be thinking. If you go back to... um, Uh, 1974, 1975 in this first big gray circle over here, we can see that the um, inflation was up in July of, you know, sometime in late 69, early 70 and uh, interest rates uh, changed but they didn't continue to go down or they didn't continue to raise the interest rates to drive down inflation. And when that stopped, we can see inflation peaked at 12.2%. Well, then the Fed began raising rates again to lower inflation rate. That happened, but they didn't raise, their perspective is they didn't raise rates high enough, long enough to prevent another spike. So when they bottomed out, then we saw inflation peak again. So the Fed may be thinking now that, even though our inflation rate has gone from almost 9% to 3%, if they continue to raise rates, that could continue potentially to drive inflation even lower. That may be what they're thinking. So, give them a little bit of a break. We don't know if they're right, don't know if they're wrong, but there is a reason behind why they're thinking that, and they don't want to see. And we as consumers don't want to see a return to 9 or 10 or 12% inflation rate that's going to have a bigger impact than just on the housing market. So, this may be what they're thinking, but just to give you a little perspective of what's going on in the background. And mortgage rates tend to track the government bonds and inflation, but with a little bit of a lag. You can see here in this graph, Uh, The inflation rate is the blue line and our mortgage rates, our 30-year fixed mortgage rate is the green line. You can see that as inflation peaked uh, in mid-70s, so did our mortgage rates. They went up. Then as inflation peaked again at the end of the 70s, our mortgage rates went up. And uh, this was uh, my wife and I bought our first home back in 1985. And we had a mortgage rate of around 9% uh, on our very first home. Uh, somewhere in this category in here, I guess we bought it this, when this uh, trough hit right in here. And you can see that our rates have pretty much followed inflation. So here's what's happened, that we can see that inflation peaked uh, at the in You can see this inflation peak, and I had to look around my camera here. But inflation has peaked right in here, and so our rates are right here. Now, I don't know when, nobody knows when rates are going to decline, but historically they follow later what's going on with inflation. Inflation has declined. So we expect sometime soon to begin to see a drop in our 30-year fixed mortgage rates, which is going to be a great thing for buyers because it's going to put more of them out there thinking that they're going to be able to afford more home. But I think the downside of that is we don't have enough inventory to satisfy that demand. <clears throat> That's why I have these podcasts out here Get Me Ready to Sell and Get Me Ready to Buy. These podcasts help put you in a position, whether you're going to sell a home or buy a home, to be prepared for what's happening in the market when it's time for you. As homeowners that were able to get mortgage rates in 3% or lower, once those rates get back into the fives, you're likely going to be more open to making a move, whether it's to downsize, relocate, upsize because of family, whatever the reason is, you're likely going to be more inclined to put your home on the market, meaning you need to be ready to put your home on the market. So follow the the, the framework and the podcast for what you need to do to get yourself ready to sell. And if you're a buyer, listen to the podcast or watch them on YouTube so that you have yourself ready so that when the rates hit at a price that you feel that you can afford for the home that you want, that you're ready for it. You're not waiting and playing catch up and getting caught off guard with the number of buyers that come in the market because rates have gone down. Sellers are looking to move. There's more homes on the market. The builders are putting more new homes out because rates have declined. They're they're able to get more homes out there. So when we see uh, in what we expect in 2024 with rates to decline, inventory to improve, more buyers come in the market, there's more competition, uh, all kinds of things are going to go in, into that effect. So whether you buy now or buy later, make sure you're getting yourself ready to sell or ready to buy. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me today on the Get Me Ready to Buy podcast. Hopefully you found all this information helpful to you and it's made a little more sense out of what it takes to actually buy a home and you feel a little bit more confident about your home buying process. Now, again, as I shared earlier, if I can help you buy a home in the Mid-South or find you an agent wherever you are, just reach out to me at midsouth.homes or whatever link is here on this podcast or uh, down below in the YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on a podcast, I just mentioned the YouTube channel. There is a Get Me Ready to Buy YouTube channel where you can actually watch the podcast if you'd rather do that. If you're watching this on YouTube and you'd rather listen to it, You can find the link to GetMeReadyToBuy.com and you'll find where you can listen to all the podcasts wherever you get podcasts. I hope that you'll also rate and review the show. There's a link here in the notes, in the show notes or here, where you can review the show and rate it so that others who are looking to buy a home just like you can find it, especially if you found it helpful. And I would love a five-star review if this has been helpful to you. The other thing you can do is remember to get your score at ReadyToBuyScore.com. And as always, hit the subscribe button so that you are the first to find out the latest information about what it takes for you to be ready to buy a home. Have a blessed day.